It's the Redirect Podcast. Search industry research, discussion, and analysis from the Black Truck Media and Marketing Headquarters. And now, redirecting you to the Black Truck Team. Welcome to episode 25 of the Redirect Podcast. It is Friday, December 15th, 2017. I'm Jason Dodge, founder of Black Truck Media and Marketing, welcomed this week by Ashley and Patrick from the Black Truck team. Welcome, gang. Hey. It's Hello. been, we estimated, almost a month, so apologize to our faithful, loyal, faithful, faithful you want faithful, loyal followers yeah. and listeners. Um, major events happening during that time. We decided we took the week off for uh, Thanksgiving of recording. And then uh, right after that, um, my wife and I uh, welcomed our second child to the world, which then led directly into paternity leave. Uh, So that kind of threw us all out of the loop for a couple weeks. So we're back. I concluded last episode with a piece of homework assignment, too. Did Did you follow up on that? I did. Did you guys do your homework? I thought we were supposed to wait until after the holidays for that. After Thanksgiving. Oh, it was okay. Like a, it was so, Black Friday. Really. So, so real quick, the, just as a recap to circle back, was uh, was leading up to in episode twenty four, we talked about uh, let's just say shoddy holiday campaigns yeah. online and keeping an eye out for it. And I think up to that point, none of us had really seen anything at all. It was almost like either we're immune to it, or uh, advertisers uh, or brands were not. Uh, not really pushing things out there until almost last minute. So, um, what stood out to you then, Pat? Uh, I kind of cheated. So, it wasn't... It, I'm just throwing you two under the bus because I'm pretty certain you guys didn't do your homework on this one. And I just stumbled across uh, the homework. I think I screenshotted it and sent it to you guys uh, around... I think it was actually on the day of Black Friday. But uh, McDonald's, the fast food restaurant, mm-hmm. they're, uh, on, on Black Friday, they posted a, um, a tweet that said... Black Friday, and then there was like an ampersand oh. that said, need copy and link. Yes. Oh, yeah. And so their their Black Friday tweet was, need copy and link. <laughs> so it's always the blame it on the intern, but you know, stuff like that gets quadruple checked. You know, I didn't, I, I didn't really, quite frankly, I did not see anything that was, I didn't see anything that was horrible, meaning it was horribly executed. I did read about that, that tweet in some industry news. I didn't see anything that was like mind blowing, earth shattering. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I have to go out and get this deal. No, I I think what I was fascinated by the most was like the whole Amazon Prime Week, or like not Prime Week, excuse me, oh. uh, Cyber Week, essentially mm-hmm. the Cyber Monday Week. Um, they were releasing deals every day. That felt a little clunky and yes. disjointed. Um, and a lot of these deals, like I mentioned before, like. Five percent, ten percent off. I, I'm sure I'm it entices other people. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not. I am not clicking my mouse on that. Like that is yeah. not enticing me to do anything. Yeah, and I think brands sending emails with Cyber Monday deals, but then the next day being like, it's still Cyber Monday, and then yeah. it continues through right. the rest of the week. It's like, oh, well. extended for forty eight more yeah. hours. Uh, I think um, economists and marketers need to change the conversation and know it's. The concept of Black Friday and uh, Cyber Monday, I, I feel, are basically dead, and they're just only alive in name alone. It needs to—they need to come up with just some type of shopping season on that because 
they're, it's blended. They're, mm-hmm. The lines are gray, and there's no distinct day and day anymore as far as what is offered us. So what would be interesting would be to maybe dive in deeper with like our e-commerce clients as well as talking to more uh, more people that are maybe even more ingrained in the e-commerce world. I would be curious just from a retail perspective. I think if you look at general retail uh, sales cycles, like in general, sales are going to be up around the holidays anyways. Duh. Does that mean that your ad campaign had a more positive impact or negative right. impact? I, I don't know. Hard to measure. So from anyways, as a recap, because we already yeah. killed four minutes on this whole <laughs> discussion, but um, I didn't see anything that was that was mind blowing that anybody did anything no. that made me as a marketer go, "Ooh, that was bad." Yeah. Or hey, that's fantastic. I mean, there's. A lot of targeted ads, a lot of remarketing, a lot of dynamic uh, product placement, a lot of dynamic like PLAs Mm -hmm. and and dynamic remarketing. But outside of that, uh, I didn't see anything blowing my doors off. So cool. So I decided to go ahead and take the lead today. So you get to listen to me talk more, I guess. (laughs) But um, big, I guess biggest change that's happened in the search landscape since we last talked. Uh, Big news out out of the big G out of Google is the topic of snippet length yes um or what they're displaying within the serps so what they're displaying within the search engine results pages um this is when you do a search uh it's not the headline of your page that's being ranked it's the data the information that's being pulled in below that what we typically will refer to as optimizing a page meta description or a meta page description uh we'll we'll abbreviate that with a with the wording page description. Um, this can be viewed now both in the desktop and mobile search environment. So we've got the, the mobile SERPs as well as the desktop SERPs. This is this is pushed out there to both. We used to historically aim for like best practices when we're writing uh, a description, a page description was right around 165 was like a max length. And I think that's even that's even based off of like best practices from Google. Um, Maz's Rand Fishkin even just reported on it Whiteboard Friday. I think last week, mm-hmm. uh, having measured them now somewhere in the neighborhood of like 260s to 270s. Um, so what it means now is that Google has just updated kind of their best practices guideline, which <coughs> if you haven't read that yet, that's like a, I think, Ashley, you shared it with the group. It's this crazy almost manifesto of sorts, um, super in-depth. Google doesn't necessarily disclose that there's like specific set character length to go by now, but um, you know the newly minted, we'll say newly minted Danny Sullivan, right, coming in uh, as the Google liaison now has been quoted as saying probably probably not greater than 320 characters mm-hmm. um, is kind of where they said they might not set the limit. But there's really nothing has has been put out there. So um, the big question is, well, what does this mean? Mm-hmm as search marketers and what should we be doing? Um, and I think the, the impact has been uh, discussed at pretty great detail uh, from the folks at Moz, Search Engine Land, the SEMPost, everybody has kind of covered it and had some angle on it. I was reading a lot of this actually last week. So even though I was out on maternity <laughs> leave last week, I was following along on some things uh, while while holding child. So um, first and foremost, I think it's, it's really time whether you're like a seasoned search marketer, whether you're 
getting into the game and trying to figure out how do I really increase, um, you know, my the, the effectiveness of my organic search strategy, it's it's really time to consider refreshing and updating your your page descriptions. Um, so I, I think it's it's smart to s- kind of plan out updates specifically to maybe those pages that are tops for you. So whether that's that cornerstone or keystone content that continuously gets ranked really well or it's a page that's ranking really well, you want to start looking at those pages maybe first and foremost to do some testing. I'm not saying go out and change them all right away because not all of the SERPs are going to be showing this immediately. But at the same standpoint, if now the SERPs are showing it, you might as well maybe should we try and be ahead of the curve and stand out a little bit more. Um, you know, I think I think Maz is speculating that there could be fewer clicks on those types of less complex queries. So the simpler searches, um, you you might see fewer clicks on those. So much like we see with a featured snippet, I'm getting I'm getting more information or I'm getting the answer. Google's doing what they what they want to do, and that's keep us in Google search, not go somewhere else. So now we need to really focus on writing that compelling statement to get you to mm. click through. Mm-hmm. So interesting, your take on it with the, with the testing. I I almost think test the exact opposite way and optimize some pages that you want to rank higher that <clears throat> not necessarily are leading already. My fear with any kind of time I see a Google test is to take with a grain of salt because when the test is over and they don't send you a letter in the mail saying mm-hmm. we're ending the test. You know, I so the, but, but, but I think the big thing is to, though too is that while this has just come out in news within the past two weeks, that was that that change was issued in November. I've seen some longer. Yeah. So we're we're just all kind of this is just yeah. all coming to a head. So I I would caution your statement and say that I would or I would challenge it and say that it I don't believe it to be a test. I do believe that mm. that it is a direction to head. But maybe also with the notion that we always have had, and that's if you're writing over what what we actually, I would say historically, it wasn't 165, it was like 155 characters, right? Mm -hmm. You could always go into it with the notion of making sure that it still truncates in there that way in case. Yeah, right. Right? There to display the shorter you're kind of doing a CYA approach and covering your yeah. assets. Hmm. <laughs> um, so I, I, that's just kind of my approach on it. I get where you're saying, but I almost say I would test it you know, across the board. Hmm. Um, so for site admins, I think that are using, say, like WordPress and the popular Yoast mm-hmm. SEO yeah. plugin, questions have come up around, will my site, will my CMS allow me to write a page description that is that length because some if you're using plugins and things like that that are that are guided they might say "Mm, we're not going to let you do it or we're going to truncate it so as of as of today yet yoast has not updated it to to show it now yoast will let you put in whatever length you want in fact i updated one of our pages to the kind of 260 plus mark and it took it just Mm -hmm. fine so we are you know ourselves testing that as well, but um, it's not so. It's not truncating it. It's just not. Sh- it's truncating it on the back end, not the right. front end. In the the sample environment on the back yeah. end, yeah, it's showing it truncated. Right but in real time, it's showing you the entire character. Correct. Right. So I think that goes to show you, like, 
don't rely so much on the tools to give you that. Maybe you need right. to set up a spreadsheet that does a character limit. Right. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. there's ways to, ha- to kind of yeah. hack your workflow to be able to, to develop that. Things mm-hmm. that we probably do internally here. So mm-hmm. uh, things could get things could get weird. You know, yeah. certainly um, I think things to focus on, Pat, like you've mentioned before, um, do some testing, pay attention to search console data, click-through rates, that mm-hmm. type of thing. Maybe do a... What's my baseline right now? My click-through rate? Mm-hmm. Where am I at? Yeah. Where do I go from there? So speaking of Search Console, that's what I wanted to talk about. I, <laughs> I use it quite a bit. And um, between Search Console and really digging into a crawl, I, I can really see between a lot of lines and get things that are going on in there. <clears throat> Google's been talking about um, their new Search Console for quite some time. I think they dropped knowledge on that in August is when that first mm-hmm. rolled out. And, uh, Some people have a beta access, I yeah, think, the way yeah. I understand it. Yeah, full disclosure, we do not have beta access right now, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of bummed about that. <laughs> Through all my different Google accounts, I've logged into Search Console to see if I get yeah. access, and I, I do not. Um, but no, I, so I've not been able to go in there and play with it. Uh, but what was just rolled out in the last week, uh, two big announcements. One, direct from Google says they're going to roll it out across the board early 2018. We don't know what that means. That could be like a six-month window. So um, don't hold your breath, but it's coming, question mark. Uh, second, a current negative spot I've always felt in Search Console in the Search Analytics section is your window to only look at 90 days. Yes. Mm-hmm. That Historical is, data kind of sucks. That is going away. Yeah. Popping out. To, so that in the screenshots I've seen is that it's popped out to not just 12 months, but it's going out to um, the nomenclature for it is full duration. So what that means is for as ever for however long you've been verified in search console, in search console, yeah. you'll be able to see that data, awesome. which is great because the only way to do it before was more of a manual, maybe quasi automated. Like if you had uh, Screaming Frog and Search Console yeah. integrated, and you're running yeah. reports and doing downloads, yeah. and what a friggin' headache. So that's why earlier I was uh, talking about I, I found the, the start and end of so. Um, our, our parent site, blacktruckmedia.com, we just relaunched from um, not secure to secure. Mm-hmm. And through Search Console, our data stops from the one <laughs> and starts with the other. And I found that, like, oh, that's kind of a pain. I can't see all, any of my historical data anymore. And then um, I actually just learned a new feature in there, making a set so I combine the two. So mm. it's currently populating, and it could take a couple of days for the data to come through. But uh, when you guys log in a Search Console, play in there. Cool. I, I, I think yeah. I think that's interesting too, yeah. and I, I think this is great to have that. It's smart of them to do it. I think that Google's focused a lot of attention, actually, and much needed attention on the AdWords platform because yeah. that was so far behind. Right. Someday their documentation will catch up to the new AdWords, <laughs> but um, I'll digress on that. Yeah. But even thinking about like we're pulling in Search Console data to things like Google Data Studio and being able to visualize that mm-hmm. data, it would be nice to be able to do historical comparisons. Totally, totally. and I even said that it's it's such a treasure trove of data, but stopping at ninety days always killed it. Mm-hmm. You know, when we when we launch a new site, you know, I mean, ninety days is not enough time to see no. how things are taking. Not enough sure if you want to compare, like, do A/B comparators, like from before and after. It's, mm-hmm. You just ninety days is not enough, and now we're going to be able. As long as you're verified, so all you people out there listening, <laughs> verify your site right now. <laughs> so later on down the road, you'll have. And if you yeah, just made the switch to HTTPS, reminder, so if you went from non-secure to secure, you need to set up a new profile, 
with the HTTPS, and then eventually, as time goes on, you can do uh, what what Pat just had suggested too, and do a merged uh, view, if you will. Yeah. Uh, so you can view the data sets there, but you need to set up the other profile. They don't view them as the same thing. Yeah, so. and same as you. I saw this information on several different sources. A lot of people are picking up on this, and it's it's just like two paragraph articles right now because yep. it's like, hey guys, look at the screenshot, and that's pretty much all it is right now. Yeah. Um, However, based on the way I use Search Console, and um, I, it, it, it is an exciting feature. They've come under, you know, Google has come under fire. The webmaster, kind of webmaster central, and and the Search Console that that team, if you will, I think has come under enough fire lately mm-hmm. in terms of there's enough of us search marketers that know to be skeptical about some of the data that's in there. Right? Google will tell yeah. us one thing, but we know we can match that up with other third party tools and go. Uh, right, maybe not. So, <laughs> right. um, so I think they they know they have to improve it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's cool. It'll be great to see that happen. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully we see it sooner rather than later. So cool. All right, Ashley. Well, today is the day of Google apparently on the redirect mm. because I also have some recent news from Google. Um, but I, as I shared with the guys just before we started recording, this is way more of soft news according um, related to search than, than what these two just shared. But Google just released its 2017 year in search, mm. which I find very fascinating. It's the snapshot of the year. I mean, you shared um, that earlier, didn't you? Yeah, I've been uh, sharing it on our social media channels just because I think it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I also went back. I was curious, you know, going back to 2016, 2015, and just seeing, you know, what's in there. So, oh yeah, um, yeah. So, Hurricane Irma was the number one search in the U.S., and Hurricane Harvey was the number eight search um, for 2017. And then, in as far as news, um, Hurricane Irma was number one. Hurricane Harvey number four. Jose and Maria were seven and eight. Um, And then going back to 2016. I mean, we didn't have as many major hurricanes, but there was Hurricane Matthew in 2016. Um, and then... It's so are you telling me that Google basically uh, is rewriting my blog post? No. Oh, okay. No, I'm just... I just, I just saw the, I saw the connections, and, I, and it, just made me, it just made me think. But So, of course, 2016 had a lot of mentions of yeah. um, the election and Donald Trump, Crazy Hillary Clinton, um, the Olympics... Um, the Orlando shooting, Brexit, so... It's not um, over yet. It's not over yet. And then um, 2017, we had the Las Vegas shooting. Not to be a downer, everybody, um, but it's just, again, as I said, it's like a snapshot of the year. Um, and it was surprising to me, I totally forgot about this, but April the Giraffe was the number nine news search oh, in 2017. Right. Oh, the Giraffe Watch. Yes. Is the thing yes. going to ever have her baby? Did she ever... <laughs> I think she's pregnant again. That's what I saw, and, yeah. and animal rights activists are kind of upset because it's so soon after she... They probably don't understand the gestation period. Yeah, so... Uh, um, fidget spinner, changing the topic. Fidget spinner was number 10 search in 2017. <laughs> um, and so then, as I said, I went back to 2015, too, just to see. Um, so Star Wars was a huge Ooh. topic in December. Stop talking about it. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Spoiler. But 2015. Okay, right. So this is The Force Awakens. Um, let's see. Um, 
Cecil the Lion, if you remember, in 2015. Oh, so we have an obsession with, yeah. with celebrity animals, apparently. Rest in peace. Um, rest in peace, Cecil. Cecil. Um, let's see. And then, weird, Guns in America was big oh, wow. in 2015. Oh, wow. Quite the segue from the dead lion to uh, Guns in yeah, America. Yeah, sorry. So anyway, um, we will share these links on the blog, um, but I just... Again, I think it's just really fascinating to look at what people have been searching. Yeah. And kind of the overarching theme, um, maybe not the theme, but one of the takeaways from all of this is um, Sundara Pichai, the um, Google CEO, said that um, searchers search for how phrases more this year than ever before. Hmm. So um, I think we've talked about it before on the podcast, but just how, how to... Totally. Content is, you know, yep. super important if it's relevant to, to what you are talking about um, on your website. So just keep that in mind. Um, I think, I, but I, I do think that that is a really good reminder. It's something that I, I think that we do a good job at reminding just because we're maybe so entrenched in that world uh, as we're developing content, as we're developing strategies for search, is that as marketers, you are very... Um, you, you'll commonly fall into the trap of leading with your service or leading with your solution. The how question, yes. the intent behind an, a how question or a why question is very much someone who has a problem. And if you lead with the problem, you ultimately will fulfill what it is that that user is looking for. Meaning, uh, odds are, your content will resonate better with them. It has a better opportunity to rank better. Um, it's just going to perform better. So lead with, lead with the problem, lead with the, 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 how do I lead with mm-hmm. the, why do I lead mm-hmm. with the, what, um, it's such instead a of your, your product. So much sense. And it's so difficult to get that message out though. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Nope. You're right. You're right. I think, I think in closing too, kind of to come full circle on betas, uh, there is a beta that just was released. Um, uh, Google Customer Match just got way more in-depth, so AdWords Customer Match. So we can now target beyond just the email list. So we used to be able to build these, these customer matches and target individuals by email list. Now we can use physical data, like mailing addresses and phone numbers. So... If you have their physical data yeah. or you're doing a mailing campaign, so traditional to digital crossover now all yeah. of a sudden, like, screw your pearls that your print guy's been talking to you about. I want to go the other route now, and I want to remarket to those same people two days after the mailer's been sent. I can do that now. Hmm. Uh, the other thing, too, that I'm really excited about doing some testing, and this one's pretty fresh, is... Uh, targeting by life events that is now available to everyone that's been available in beta to a small percentage and and we've kind of dabbled here and there with it as it's become available on various accounts but um, now just like you've been able to do in Facebook be able to target people by major life events hmm. so uh, had a child um, moved you know relocated bought a house uh, that type of thing all of those things are going to become much more relevant and I think that just goes to show you that so Facebook was kind of light years ahead of Google mm-hmm. in that regard because they were the late the late bloomer if you mm-hmm. will the late the late adopter but but they were backed by credit card data where Google's data set is almost very much their own but with the onset of mobile and the data that they've been able to gather over the years quote unquote anonymously um, 
it's become much more accurate. So, um, and that's in search and display. So things are gonna get things are gonna get interesting for sure. So uh, we appreciate everyone who uh, you know continues to listen. And uh, sorry for the break. We're gonna keep this up. We enjoy it. And uh, please do subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, uh, whatever your uh, listening device is. And until next time, good luck. This has been the Redirect Podcast. Check out the show notes at blacktruckmedia.com and add us on iTunes and Stitcher.